Because what this is supposed to do is yeah. supposed to shift us from what we're used to, our experiences, yes. right? Because yes. what, what has happened is that because of everything we've experienced, Satan, the enemy, wants that to be our reality based on our experience. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm like, J Jesus expected otherwise. So mm -hmm. now as we follow Jesus, we want to see what Jesus sees and why he would expect otherwise. Because I can be what Jesus says I am. Because I can, he expects me to see what he sees. He expects me to command that storm like him. But I'm not doing it because I've been hit by so many storms. So how am I sure that I can command this storm and this storm will obey me? Right? But Jesus is like, no, that is exactly what will keep you down. You are now full of authority. You are now not alone. I am with you. You chose to enter this boat, this life. The boat is the journey. You made this mm. choice to follow me in this journey. And you must trust that I will never leave you or forsake you. And when I say that I have given you authority, and whatever you bind on earth is already bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth is already loosed in heaven. I mean exactly what I say. So why would you keep believing the experiences you have gone through or the experiences you've seen others go through as truth when I present to you and I demonstrate to you that I am truth. I demonstrate to you that I can calm the storm and I say that you can too. Because you do mm. it through me. Mm. Mm. So my desire and my hunger and my calling is, we are on this journey together. Let's not keep living in the pattern that has allowed the storm to overwhelm us. Let us step into what Jesus sees. Because what Jesus sees is our reality now. So how do we begin to see when Sally was talking about Jesus already saw how that was going to be? How can we see how that is going to be like Paul? Because I actually sit down, I'm like, man, this Paul we're talking about used to kill Christians. This Paul we're talking about just had one encounter, encountered Jesus. And this man became so believing and he just changed. It was just one encounter. Remember when Paul had the encounter? And I'm saying this because, Leticia, you did mention that you know, those people were almost like we consider them special, right? But then look at mm -hmm. Paul, and I'm like, if not because he was <laughs> if not because he was going to kill Christians, Jesus probably wouldn't have encountered him and blinded him, right? So mm -hmm. I look at him and I'm like, he was the bad of the baddest. And Jesus encountered him. And even when he encountered Jesus, he was still blind until Ananias. A Christian opened his eyes. So I'm like, what is so different about Paul and me? You know, I, I never killed any Christians. <laughs> you know, so what could make such a man believe so much? Am I too comfortable with the life we have all chosen now? That I'm ready to believe this lie? That that storm is going to cost me death? You know, they were quick to see that they were going to drown. They were not quick to see that they could silence that storm. So this is where I'm taking us to. To a place where our first instinct is to command the storm. Mm -hmm. And that was what he did in the next verse. Let's see, I can, I think that's the final verse. 
27? Yes, please. Yes. Uh, the men were amazed and asked, what kind of man is that? Even the winds and the waves obey him. My God. My God. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they had no idea who Jesus was. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell me again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, they were shocked that he, you know, he was asleep during the, you know, the storm. They're like, hmm, <laughs> what kind of man is this? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, they are really... That's so good, Leticia. That's so good because that brings me to the question. If they didn't know what kind of man he was, why were they calling on him to save them? How did they expect him to save them? By when you are desperate, you call whoever is next to you. Well, he was sleeping. They went and woke him up. He was sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's why that's why they felt like he was not as you know afraid. Because he didn't see the storm coming. He was asleep. Yeah. There's That's a difference. The you, way you, he did it. Yeah. I want you to compare this. You remember there was one person again in the mm-hmm. Old Testament, Jonah. Was mm-hmm. in a similar situation where there was a storm where he was running away from the Lord. And the ship he was on became so rowdy. Everything was crazy and those people realized that somebody had sinned against God and they went and found Jonah and cast him out into the sea and that was how they survived. So in both cases, Jonah was sleeping too, right? <laughs> sleeping somewhere. And in this case, Jesus is sleeping somewhere. Like, in Jonah's case, the revelation was to cast him out. But in the case of Jesus, the revelation was like, save me. So how did they expect him to save them? Good question. He, he didn't look afraid, so they just feel like, oh, he's brave, but that's it. And as I said, when you're desperate and, you know, you have somebody next to you, you just run to whoever is next to you and like, help me, help me, help me. I mean, I'm trying to, like, put myself in their shoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, the good thing is that Jesus was in the boat, right? Yeah. yeah, so we can call him to help us, but for them to say, oh, we're going to drown, we're going to drown, like, is Jesus still going to drown? He's sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't think about saving him. Like, oh, this one <laughs> could, on him. could drown because he's asleep. He doesn't see what's going on, so let's save him. No, they were scared for themselves. <laughs> like, no. Yes. It's, I mean, there's so much to debate. <laughs> yeah. I guess they didn't even think that, you know, hey, you're sweet. Obviously, you don't know what's going on. But, uh, but he did know what was going on. Yeah, it was to the point of death. Nobody should be sleeping in such a storm. But you know yeah. that Jesus was not of this kingdom. And that's a picture because we are not of this kingdom. So we're not supposed to be shaken by it. And that's where we want to get to. That place where our eyes are so fixated on Jesus because Jesus came up and he's like, you faithless people. And I was going to ask you guys, you remember the teaching we did last week? In Mark 9, when they couldn't cast out the demon, the deaf and dumb spirit, what did Jesus say to them? Well, you unbelieving generation? No. Faithless generation, yeah. Good. Yeah, you unbelieving generation, how long shall I stay with you? Yes, that one. Yeah. He said that, 
Oh, how long will I put up with you, faithless generation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they couldn't cast out the devil. Then you see this time around, it's a storm. Mm-hmm. And he's saying the thing, oh, you of little faith. Mm-hmm. So there's a problem. Jesus expects us to do something and we're not doing it. But he's not condemning us. He just wants us to see who we really are. And I think too, Nadia, that, you know, they had seen him, you know, demons, healing the sick, the blind. They saw him doing all that already. The storm is a different level. Yeah. The storm was elements. It, It was something otherworldly or atmospheric and it's like we need to know and we need to realize and i say things and i'm saying them to myself yeah there is no end to his power and authority yes there's no end it's in our bodies it's within us it's in within the atmosphere it's with the future and the past our bloodline it's everything he is authority over everything yeah. That's how I take it. That's so good. And that's the very reason why I brought this scripture too. Because in the other one we just finished, it was a demon possessing somebody. And in this case, like you said, atmospheric conditions, you know, otherworldly elements like coming at you. All of that, he still expects us to operate in faith. No matter what the situation is that comes before us. And that's so the thing. That's the part of staying as in the spirit as much as you can, walking in the spirit all the time as yeah. much as you can. Because if we are in the flesh, our faith tends to operate on what we see. Yes. Now, in spiritually, it's, it's not like that. But if we get in our flesh, then our faith operates on what we see. If we see a blind person, well, we know he's blind because he's walking with his cane. What you know, and then Jesus goes up and touches eyes, whatever. Or if we see somebody you know, without limbs or whatever, and mm-hmm. Jesus touches them and their limbs grow or do whatever. We see all the miracles that Jesus is doing in the flesh. We see them, but you can't see, you don't see a storm. This storm came suddenly. It came unexpected. Yes. Those were fishermen on that boat. They were used to, mm. so they knew better than to go out in the water. If there was going to be a storm, they could tell by the waves of the water. You can tell when a storm is coming on the ocean. So the fact that they went out there, they did not expect the storm. Yeah. And that's what caught them off guard. And now you off guard. So now you like, oh, my God, what you doing sleeping? No, that's the same God that touched the blind man's Ooh. eyes that you saw. Because you could not see that storm. And because you wasn't ready for that storm, then your faith lessened. Ooh. So we have to, we have to, whether we see it or not, we have to know that God is in control of the stuff coming that we can't even see. And Amen. still have the same faith. Right, like he's calling for a deeper faith. So yes. and then something happens that you that becomes overwhelming. And right. was enough to say, Oh, this is overwhelming, I'm gonna go to Jesus. But Jesus says, Wait a minute, in your own space you need to be able to say, God, I know you have this. Amen. That's Amen. right. Yes. Right. And I'm preaching to the choir myself because no, no you have to speak the word of God of this kingdom and stand by it. Let's not always yes. go back. And say, no, we speak from his kingdom, from his spirit. So let's not go back there. Because we all are facing this storm. And we need to take what the kingdom presents. And you just spoke beautifully, Janie. And that's what we just need to see. In fact, I feel like 
that sums up the entire sermon for today. Like, can we just marinate in what our kingdom presents? Let's not go back to what the earthly kingdom presents. Let's just marinate. Even if somebody says it's fantasy, let's stay in that fantasy because guess what? Yes. Jesus expects us to be in that fantasy. That's right. He's there. He's yeah. In all the cases, he appears disappointed. He expects more. And I'm like, Jesus, am I missing something? Mm-hmm. I'm missing something. I'm not supposed to preach something other than what you are saying. God, help me to say what you're saying. Help me to do what you are doing. Help me to reveal what you're revealing and not revert back to what the storm is presenting. What the enemy is presenting. Because all of us are going through one storm or the other. You never plan for problems. They just hit you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. God. Yes, because Jesus always spoke to his disciples and he's speaking to us. We are all the disciples ready for this. And I want this expectation to be so up there that Jesus can look at us and be like, finally, I won't have to keep repeating all faithless generation. Oh, little faith anymore. Amen. Amen. So why are we having these teachings? Is it to come and soothe ourselves? Oh, I understand. I'm struggling with this. Yes, it's the storm. You know, it's a storm. I'm going to drown in this thing. No, we are here because we want our father's kingdom. None of you left your hardworking jobs or your beautiful families or your nice cozy bed or your hot chocolate or your eggnog to come and sit here to be celebrating what is on the external. No, you want your father's kingdom. Amen. You want, you're here because... Jesus Christ spoke differently from every preacher. And we want to see why Jesus spoke the things he spoke. And we want to enter into what Jesus spoke so that we can become a different set of people. That he won't say we're faithless or we have little faith. Let us live up to, you know, scripture says that the expectations of the righteous will not be caught short. We don't have those expectations. Scripture says that all of creation are looking at us. Yeah. In an expectation of the sons of man, things Romans 2 1 or so. So, so we can speak through the storm like Jesus. Yeah. So if yeah. our expectation is that I'm gonna drown from this storm, then it's not gonna happen. So there's this thing that Jesus is all about, and that's the principle I want us to get from the scriptures we've been studying. He's expecting us to command the storm. And how come Paul got it? And Paul was able to tell the other prisoners that not a hair on their head will fall. I mean, the the surety, the certainty that Paul had. Paul was a man like you and I. And you know, even though they ended up on debris, they ended up some swimming out of the storm. Some of them were just on logs of wood. Like, even though it was strenuous, They made it because there was a man who could see beyond the presentations of the external realm and reach in by faith into what God says. Don't forget to listen to our podcast because there is a limitless supply of God's spirit that wants to reach you. And I pray you're a willing vessel to listen and also share and see that God's truth 
is released upon those you love, to see breakthrough in the lives of those you love. And I encourage you, please grab Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. You need this book. I don't want you to miss the detailed truths, the testimonies of God's tangible presence moving in your life that you may not have seen until you are able to engage this and see them clearly outlined for you. So I encourage you, grab this book for yourself and your loved ones and take the time to read it. God bless you. God's face shine upon you and have just a beautiful day. I love you so much. Okay, have an awesome day. Bye now.